All right, I hit record. I'm sitting here in a rainstorm. Hi, Abigail. Hi, Amanda. <laughs> I have good What's... news and bad news. Oh, no. Every, I don't like that we started a segment called Good News, Bad News every single time. It's a great segment. All right, idea. what's the good news? No, no, um, what's the bad news? The bad news is uh, the lost episodes are indeed lost. There's three hours of my life no one will ever have to live through. So exactly. I guess it's a blessing. Yeah. I no, thought you um, said good news. After, <laughs> so after the intro, I will do a little background on the lost episodes. The good news is we now have new intro music. <gasps> That's exciting. Um, and you don't get to hear it right now, but you'll get to hear it when this goes live. And I will say our music advisor, Carolyn, has approved of the music. She really did not approve of the last um, no. theme. And when, Song, she, so. and when she heard that the files might all be gone, she actually thought to herself, oh, I hope that means the music's gone, too. I love mine like a steel trap, you know, right? never. No, forgets. like she didn't even think about the content. She was just like, ooh, does this mean the music will change? Which yep. she, of course, respectfully didn't mention until I was like, hey, will you help me choose new music? That's so sweet. Oh, yeah. She's, you know, a dark. The nicest. Yeah. So, okay. So, uh, let's do the intro. It's happening. This is the Two Girls Talking Podcast. That's not even what you're supposed to say. (laughs) Let me tell you what, let me tell the listeners and you from my memory, what was in the last episodes, just so we can all like RIP that content. Okay. Um, we talked about Gilmore Girls in the new revival. That is so sad because we talked about that for a long time. I know. Gone forever. Uh, we talked about the movie Seeking a Friend for the End of the World. I love that too. Um, I taught you what TFTI means. You know, this is like that scene at the end of the Oscars every year where they memorialize actors who have gone <laughs> into the big acting pond in the sky. I don't know why I can't say anything I, more than that. But I appreciate the uh, religious angle you've brought to this cast. <laughs> yeah, the, the acting pond in the sky is how I described <laughs> heaven. So <laughs> cool. <laughs> One time I told someone's kid that uh, they're uh, well, so the never mind. It's too depressing. Cool. So what else is on that list? Speaking of depressing, abortion. Gone Mm -hmm. forever. No one gets to hear our misshapen, half-baked thoughts about abortion. We talked about our favorite things that happened in 2016, both personally and also things we bought. Gone forever. I really would like to hear that, actually. That's depressing. Because you don't remember. I don't remember any of this content. It all sounds riveting to me. I don't know you I asked you to say one thing and you like started just listing off like what had happened to you that year um Mm. I can't remember what your favorite thing you bought was where do I begin you talked about hiking a lot I love hiking yeah it's the best um we we discussed the winter count and explained it. We talked about Netflix algorithms and how they choose what to put in and how we share a Netflix account. <laughs> Aren't think, you sad, listeners? Aren't you lost, sad? I think that was on a lost episode. Um, <laughs> you had a story about how your friend had this like drama with a wedding. 
<gasps> that was a good story. Uh, there were some joke-like moments, you know, standard. So yeah, that's all gone. There's three um, standard issue episodes of Two Girls Talking. I will say Carolyn said, oh, but that means you lost, like, those whole episodes? And I was like, all right. Like, yeah, I guess it's sad that we spent time recording them and talking about stuff, but it's not going to change the world, so let's not get hung up on lost episodes. A little lecture for all of us. Our podcast is of little value. Oh, and there was some billboard rage user submitted. There were some user submitted joke life moments. It's all gone. That's so sad. It's um, fine. It's totally fine. I was going to say, the thank two girls, God, is not. The two girls will talk again. Uh, I was going to say, it's, it's good this isn't a narrative show with any kind of plot <laughs> at all. Exactly. Right. <laughs> so Can no one's imagine? missing anything. It's like, it's like, you know. The boxcar children, where it doesn't really matter what order they come in and what order they go in. It's just all the same. The two girls, they talk. So true. So, with that said, I feel like we can move into 2017, the year of new music, the year of maybe not losing the files. We'll find out, won't we? I guess we will. I will try harder. I don't know how you could try harder not to spill wine all over some. Well, I mean, even the sentence itself kind of lends itself to no, a solution. No, I've already made some really deliberate uh, lifestyle changes regarding liquids near my computer. I just watched you pour a glass of wine directly over your computer. So No, 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 no. I poured the wine back here and the computer is all the way up here. It's forced so, perspective. It's hard to tell it, from this video. But if the wine spilled, it would just spill on me, which, you know, what else is new? Right. Um, all right. I have, do I have a list? Do you have a list? No, I found one on my phone the other day, but it might be from a real episode and it might be from a lost episode. <laughs> do you want to try it out or no? Sure. Let me find it. While you find it, I'm going to try to remember what my joke life moment was that I thought about, thought of earlier. Oh, no. I actually want to tell you about something right now. Can I tell you while you look or are you uh, super engaged? Okay. No, so I've been driving a lot lately, which means I've been spending a lot of time at gas stations. And um, after I cut myself off from buying delicious treats like uh, Swiss cake rolls, uh, oatmeal cream pies, Twizzlers croissants uh then i just could only get my treat in coffee form and so i got really 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 acquainted with all of the varieties of coffee available at all the different gas station chains and there's some seems to be some sort of competition about like what's the craziest flavor you can get in those like cappuccino machines and by cappuccino i mean they need their own category of food. Are you going to start a podcast about it or? No, I'm just going to hijack our podcast for a new segment called gas station coffee. Um, Starring Brian Cranston. I was watching. <laughs> Is that the man from Breaking Bad? Cause I'm trying to make, oh, a, make, a, Jesus. make a Breaking yes, Bad joke. And then you, and then you ruined it. I, was it a good one, though? Yeah, it was a good joke. Okay. I like mean, that, sort of. It didn't really make sense. That but, Walt, Walter, yeah. 
Walter is his name. Walter, the chemistry teacher, would have some sort of. Yeah, he goes by Walter, the chemistry teacher the whole time. So <laughs> I haven't seen the Breaking Bad. It has, another, breaking. it has another person in it whose name is Aaron something. That's true. He is young. He's the student. Yes, they go by the student and Walter, the chemistry teacher. And there's someone named Saul who got a spinoff. That show is so good. And it's, it's like a prequel? Good. Sort of. It's a completely different show that they managed to sell. As being a prequel. Love it. Love it. That's like my life story. I'm like, it's oh, genius. no, it was all leading to this. Um, I also had an idea for something that I would like to talk about so much and I've never figured out a way to do it. Well, but was, just cram another shoehorn that segment right here into two girls talking. Right. Um, and I have some billboard rage update actually as well. <gasps> oh, I have a billboard rage too. Okay, I cool. I have an, I have two billboard rage segments actually prepped and ready to go. All right, let's get um, into it. Unless you wanted to do your other new segment and then we'll get to billboard rage. Um, no, Bill Ward Rage is fine. Okay, so remember me telling you about how on Santa Monica Boulevard there was this billboard for the movie Innocence coming August 2014? Yes. That has now been covered for the first <gasps> time. I Update. know. Update. I feel it like we been- I feel like we need a little jingle like <laughs> breaking news. That's that is how I felt. I almost crashed my car. Um What else is new? But yes, it has been covered up by something else that uh, is, it said coming soon or something like that. And I don't know. I was like, I don't even know what's happening. It was just a big green sheet that said coming soon. So depressing. Um, but the other bit of billboard rage. Slash, I have something more depressing in this category, but continue. Oh, geez. Uh, I have actually, this is more like billboard, billboard intrigue, I would yeah, say, which is a like, prequel to billboard rage. Right. Is, it's like, it's like you're. It's like when you go to the movies and you're going to see Billboard Rage, but you get there early to watch the 20. And by 20, I mean intrigue. Take us behind the scenes. <laughs> the 20 was so terrible. Oh, my God. No, it was awesome. What are you talking about? They'd be I like, think maybe because I usually like, watched it like three Ross times. Who played on Friends? And you'd be terrible. like, got it. It's Shenandoah Bong. Yeah. Miss Chanel Um. Oh, billboard intrigue. So I was driving in Silver Lake today and I saw a billboard that I have seen many times before and wondered about so much. And then today I saw it again and it's hard to explain what it is. So I'm going to say what it looks like first and then what the words say on it. It's a picture uh, of a woman, a drawing of like a stylized woman holding a child. And it says, it's up to us. The words that are on it are, it says like, it's up to us, make it count, something like that. And the words on it say census 2010 census, like government.gov slash census 2010, which means this billboard has been up for eight years. Wait, do the math. Nope. Man. No, no, because it was up before the 2010 census to like celebrate this 2010 census. How do you know when it went up? I don't, but just, I'm assuming that it was up to... S- in 2008? <laughs> yes. Today I told someone about your Wait, no, no, no. Skills. You're right. Seven. <laughs> well, it's been up for seven years, right? Or, well, yes, if maybe. 
Well, I mean, 2010 at the very least. I'm saying eight years is the maximum it could possibly be up. So, I was telling someone today about your math skills. Oh, were you? What delightful story did you tell? I said that you didn't receive a math education, so you had to figure it out on your own. And it reminds me of when you see people typing who never actually learned how to type, so they just figured it out, and they just kind of like hunt and peck. And you're like, oh, no, they type the word. Like, they get it done, usually. Uh, But it probably takes them like 20 years longer than someone who's learned how to type. And that's how you are with math, where you're like, I can get it. I'll figure it out. I just got to like hunt and peck, hunt and peck. And I will figure out how many years it's been since 2010. Just a little 90-year-old man hunting and pecking, trying to do math. Oh, we were talking about (laughs) billboards, intrigue, rage, etc. Yes. What was your billboard rage? Okay, so... Before I get to my billboard rage, I'm going to tell you a billboard depressing. Okay. <laughs> Just to really, you know, whet your appetite. So, Lamar. So many spinoffs. <laughs> Lamar. I know. That's how we roll here. Lamar's the billboard company. Yes. And I just drove like 4,000 miles. And so I saw many, many, many billboards. And I also saw many, many, many unsold billboards. Uh And Lamar took that opportunity to utilize that space for a couple things. One was to thank veterans, which I was on board with. I was like, yeah, this is a great use of unsold real estate. Um, but then other times they were just trying to sell their ads and it just was kind of sad and desperate. So Yeah, a lot of those billboard ads are very sad, like the one with like the thing that catches eyeballs and it's like you could be catching eyeballs now. And it's like a I, net that I has haven't seen eyeballs that, going but that into sounds it. Terrifying. Oh god. Yeah. I wanna be that for Halloween. Or no, I wanna decorate my house that way for Halloween. So when the kids come for candy, it's like we caught some eyeballs. <laughs> <laughs> we also um <laughs> I we also there dreams. was a billboard i do have big dreams there was a billboard in temecula that was a rebus for an, an it was an unsold lamar billboard and it basically set the oh, i can't remember what was the first part of the you know the little pictures that make up a word but the last part of it was like pointing to a duck's nose and then plus a board so it was obviously like billboard but i remember myself and jenna and afton talking I like about how, it i like how you're like so it's obviously billboard you're like i can't add or subtract to save my life but i can <laughs> crack a billboard pun like no one would believe but no i couldn't is the thing jenna and afton and i all had a little talk one time where we were like do you know that billboard that's out kind of <laughs> by like indian truck trail and we're like yeah the one with the weird thing and she's like she was like what does it say and we were all like duck wood duck wood like <laughs> yeah we were yeah, all I... so confused and and finally one day Afton like texted us a group text or something I'm probably completely misremembering this whole story but she was like guys I figured it out it's blah blah billboard and we were like oh my god thank you thank you like and every time everyone I knew would drive by it and just be like what does this say <laughs> yeah, <laughs> such a I mystery mean, I just the strategy for selling billboards just I don't want to be like pretentious, <laughs> coastal liberal and be like, they don't know what they're doing. But also, come on. Uh, Lamar, call us. We have some ideas. <laughs> Lamar, we'd love to pass along some free tips. 
Mm-hmm. Okay, so now Billboard Rage. Okay. I was in Texas, I think. Or no, I was in Phoenix. And the billboard had a man. It was on one side. It was like a half and half. So on on the left side, there was a man wearing a watermelon hat. Mm-hmm. Or a helmet, I guess, would be a better term. So, like, a watermelon had been cut into a helmet and placed on his head. Mm-hmm. And he was wearing funny goggles. Like, really, like, thick-glassed goggles. Like, old-timey. <laughs> uh-huh. What a wacky dude. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Please tell me this was for a strip club. <laughs> oh, my God, no. Um... And underneath, on his side, it said, now that's just weird. I feel tired by this billboard. (laughs) This billboard's making me tired. That, like, deflated any last bit of energy I had in my entire body. I have nothing left to give. Just wait, I'll get you some rage going, and then you will be, like, good to go. On the right side, it said, we're not... Oh, my God. Crossbridge Community Church. What the... F- what What does that have to... What does church have to do with watermelons and goggles anyway? Like, that's not what people mean when they say that, like, church, church is, is weird. weird. <laughs> I know. I was, like, I was like, that's a good joke for me, I guess. But I'm still, sorry, it's but just like, a joke. What? Well, it doesn't even make sense. Like if I, if I, if I was a, like someone who didn't know anything about churches or Christianity or anything and I drove by that, I'd be like, nope, still weird. Like <laughs> I still think you're weird. Like that is a weird behavior. And I'm not totally sure if that was the church's name. So, I mean, sorry, I, Crossbridge I, Community Church. Or the real Texas. church who's losing out on their free airtime. Yeah. My lord, that's amazing. Right? And I was and I just <clears throat> I felt kind of stunned as I drove by. Like Dude, that is a picture perfect pun intended billboard rage moment. Like I, that is the stuff that billboard rage segment producers dream of. I know. I know. Wow. I I hope, I hope to bring so much billboard rage from my from my travels. You know, this the segment really touches on so many important issues, religion, politics, everything does it touch on politics the census 2010 how quickly you forget sorry i thought you meant that particular billboard no i just meant the segment i was really in awe it's up to us it's up to us make it count which is a pun on census taking sort of (gasps) i didn't even get that well done jesus Slow applause. Well, we probably have another seven or eight years to look at it, so come on down anytime. (laughs) You should, um, like, commission someone, get someone on TaskRabbit to update that to just say, like, 2010. No. I mean, 2020. There we go. Oh, okay. I was like, what? That doesn't make any sense, but okay. What is it? It says 2010, right? Yeah, because that's when the census was. Right. So we just need to update it to 2020 when it will still make it count. Yeah, and mothers will still be holding their amorphous children. The census is a scam, by the way. Okay. <laughs> you're not gonna you're not gonna let me do that on the podcast. 
I literally don't care and it sounds so boring. So no, I'm putting the kibosh on census. It does have to do with counting. So, you know, a little bit above your, uh, Oh, rude. First you say, I don't have any math skills. Then you're calling me stupid. It's the same same joke. (laughs) It was a math skills joke. Hmm. I saved the stupid remarks for, you know, when we're Pri- alone. Private texting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when we're alone. <laughs> I'm sorry, everyone listening, that you're listening to my laughter, but I cannot stop laughing this entire episode. So I like sorry. to send you, you know, a four letter word here and there, such as dumb. Dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Stoop with no id. <laughs> My Mm. iPhone would never let me send such a non-word as stoop. Yeah. I've stopped even trying. I don't know if you noticed, but I just let autocorrect do whatever it wants. I'm like, she knows what I mean. I figure if I get the first and the last word of the sentence right, everyone can figure out what happens in between. Including my phone. Try harder, Siri. Oh, I started using Siri. How? I feel like it's impossible. It isn't easy, but... Uh, because I've been driving so much, because I've been driving like five plus hours a day for the last two weeks, I, and all I do is think about things and I'm listening to podcasts and I'm like, I That's wonder so about weird. blah, blah. You haven't mentioned it for like probably eight minutes or so. Fuck so you. <laughs> so anyway, I was like, I, I would like to know things and check things while I'm driving, but it's too, like, it's too dangerous, literally because I'm towing and I'm going, the speed limit in Texas is 80 miles an hour, so you're going too fast that if you even look at your phone, you tend to feel the effects. So, I quickly learned that lesson. Scary. Anyway, so I set up Siri, and now I say things like, hey Siri, what's the altitude here? And, hey Siri, What's the forecast for Houston? And my favorite, which I learned yesterday when I was driving to meet Carolyn, uh, and Carolyn and I are friends on Find Friends, which means if I open Find Friends, I can see where she is. But I was able to say, without doing anything, both hands, 10 and 2, I said, hey, Siri, where is Carolyn? Whoa. And she said, locating Carolyn Russ. That's so interesting. I know. And then a little map popped up and I was able to like turn my head slightly to see the map and see that she was like 70 miles ahead of me to our destination. That's so And so, cool. yeah, for like the last four hours of my drive, every once in a while, I'd be like, where's Carolyn? Because I was excited. So. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, that's my series story. Can we talk about the crown? I don't know. Are you going to lose this episode? No question mark okay let's go let's talk Um, i mean i can't make any promises i heard you were turning over a new leaf and learning how to store things properly oh no i am learning how to store things properly i'm gonna start paying whoever it is icloud mac apple apple would like some more of my money i'm just gonna pay them like more money per month so that every file gets backed up including our giant podcast files and my tax lady can bill that to the government and nice. then, yeah. Um, and then uh, I think I have to get a second business credit card because our business is just blowing up. We're spending money left and right. I need two credit cards just to keep things, keep track of things. Anyway, 
Uh, so everything should back up automatically according to that. In addition to my new leaf called um, Liquid Rules. Even though the accident was an accident. It wasn't even me spilling. It was a freak accident. Carolyn said it sounded like a game show. And I was like, thank you. It was a it game did. show. It did. Called How Could You Lose $800 So Quickly. This is how. <laughs> the game of life. Seriously. <laughs> oh, I played that game um, the other morning, but I'll probably save it for joke life moment. <laughs> Please do. Please do. Mm. Uh, okay. So The Crown is a show. Is it? It is. It's on Netflix. Is it The Young Pope? No. Oh. Um, I do think there might have been a discussion about Netflix on a lost episode. Ooh. About how how about how you, me, and John share an account, but he didn't know. I Neither of you remembered I was using it, and so you got an argument about who was viewing what, but it was all me. <laughs> yeah, he kept accusing me of watching things, and I was like, I, I must be in like a fugue state when I'm doing it. I don't remember watching any of these TV shows, and we got very frightened. Um, well, that was all because someone also texted us and was like, Hey, I just sent you like 10 bucks. Cause I rented a movie on oh, your yeah, account. That accidentally. Was a, that was a good story. Probably lost. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so the crown, tell me about it. Fill my ears. Oh my God. Okay. So the crown is on Netflix and it is a show. It is a historical, uh, documentary style. Well, I don't well, know. No, no, it's... I no. Sorry. Documentary style isn't the right word. It's just historical. Yeah, it's non-fiction, non-fiction slash fiction-y. Yeah, what do they call that? Historical fiction, maybe? Yes. Uh, no, historical uh, fiction is like... Well, they uh, don't know what happened in all those rooms. You right. know, they have like... Okay, they don't, they're so making up the conversations. I'll just explain what it is, and we don't need to worry about that specific genre. Okay. Um. So it's based in like the uh, the 1930s. So the earliest, what do we call that? 20th century? Yes. Um, and it's in England and it's based on the royal family and Queen Elizabeth's, um, it starts with her marriage, um, and goes into her, um, what's it called? Ascension. No, but yeah. like Ascension, right? Like that's what it's yeah. called when she like ended up like taking the throne and then you know her coronation winston churchill's resignation etc etc um and there's one season it's 10 episodes it's on netflix i hear they're doing more they're doing five more seasons for a total of six is what i heard this is what we do this is what we do in america we say you know what this is a good thing let's beat the crap out of yeah, it yeah we say let's just keep throwing money at it until we feel sad I feel sad now. Because of the six seasons. Yeah. I feel like three is all I need of anything ever. No, I mean yeah. of shows. <laughs> Not of anything ever. <laughs> Glasses of wine, three no. is like the minimum of what I need. We call that the starter's pistol flight. Starter pistol's flight. I like it. Mm-hmm. That SP- just means SPF. let the games, let the games begin. 30. <laughs> I don't know. No. <laughs> let let yes um and so what do you like about the okay. show um everything i first of all i feel like i'm learning a lot about history which uh means i'm you know poorly educated but what else is new and 
it, I felt similarly. I was like, oh, this is interesting. I know. I was like, I'm learning so many things. And I was like, none of my friends would feel this way. They'd all be like, oh, what an interesting take. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm, I'm texting people. Don't give me spoilers. About history. Yeah. Right. Um, I, I watched the entire thing the day it got released, which was before Christmas. I think it was before Thanksgiving. Yeah, actually. I was going to say, I think it's been out for kind of a while. Yeah, it's been a while. I watched it, I don't know, over a month probably because I watch one episode of TV and I'm like, wow, that was great. And then I move on to something else. And the next day I'm like, oh, is there more? <laughs> no. A nice For me, there is only the 12-hour <laughs> stints the, the, minimum. The binge. Did I not mention the starter's pistol effect? <laughs> Take it all, bitch. That's a... Uh, that's a that's a quote from Queen Elizabeth. No, it's a quote from Center Stage. <laughs> my favorite dance movie. This might be your favorite movie. No, no. My favorite movie is Love Actually. That's so disappointing. Still, as many years later. Well, whatever. You like Notting Hill, so you know we all have our flaws. I was kind of drunk on New Year's Eve, and I kept bashing every movie everyone brought up. And finally, Galen Gilbert said, "Do you like any movies? What movie do you like? Name a movie you like." And I said. I think I like Notting Hill, and then I went to sleep. <laughs> okay, um, so The Crown is gorgeous. That's one thing I like. Oh, the first thing I liked about it was history. The second thing I like about it is that it's beautiful. Um, it's it's beautiful people, beautiful costumes, etc. The third... What? Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, yeah, it looks very, very, very expensive to produce. I think it was. It was like one of their most expensive shows. Somebody told me, and I don't know if this is true, so I actually kind of hoped that because I gave you the heads up that maybe we would talk about this on a podcast that you might, I don't know, collect some knowledge. I'm sorry. <laughs> I come as I am to worship. That's not weird. <laughs> Wait. What? When you said that's not weird, were you making a billboard joke? Yes. Okay. <laughs> It was convoluted, but yeah, no, 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 because I thought of the joke after you said it. You said that's not weird, and I was like, "Oh, I should make a joke about the billboard." No, I already made a joke yeah. about the billboard. <laughs> it and is beautiful. Like, it's very expensive. Do you want me to look up how much the episodes cost? Well, no. So here, this is what I want you to look up. Someone told me that they had heard that the um, person who did like the costumes, etc. I think it was costumes um, had has done a bunch of stuff and like probably has an Oscar and she did game of Thrones. And this was her most challenging and like exciting project to date because there were so many pictures and she, I guess did it like historically accurate a hundred percent. Like as far as the pictures she, that are available to the public, um, including like hiring people to make all the jewels and everything like that. Um, and I thought that was really interesting, but I don't know if it's true or not. I thought maybe you would know because of your costuming um, experience. Well, she uh, designed 20,000 costumes Jesus. for the show. Yeah. Um, I don't know how much it cost, but it says that the entire series cost $156 million to produce. And I imagine a lot of that went into clothes and to Whoa. set look design and stuff like that. Well, yeah, it didn't go into, you know, <laughs> special effects. But I mean, I would say personally, um, I got kind of obsessed with the tiaras that uh, 
when did I get obsessed with this? Because I think it might have been before The Crown, but I can't remember. What tiaras um, in general? Um, I, you know, my royal websites that I peruse now and then, uh, I, no, I guess it was watching the crown. I, I really liked one of the tiaras that she wore. And so I looked up, um, the kind of the history of it, which led me to a post about all the most amazing tiaras ever. And, um, every time there was a tiara on screen in the crown, I looked up which one it was and, uh, the historical significance. Wait, of what do you mean? You like Googled like tiara from coronation tiara from yeah like princess margaret tiara state dinner whatever you know and looked for pictures and then there's not like there's not like a bunch of different ones so usually you can see um and so you would would find historical pictures and you would say oh okay yeah that's the tiara i'm looking for i remember it yeah exactly and a lot of times there's often photos of like princess diana wearing it or princess kate wearing it because they are passed down for so so long yeah so and they're really beautiful and some of them are worn different ways so one of the ones that she wears has pearls in the top of it and you can take the pearls out um and it's like a different crown and wear it like a different way and um and oftentimes they were given to the queen mother uh as gifts or you know even ancestors further back than that and there's one called the girls of ireland gifts from who what do you mean so like um people uh, let me look up the one that I love. Hold on one second. So, um, one of the ones that I like the best is called the girls of Great Britain and Ireland tiara. And it was given, um, as a wedding gift from the girls of Great Britain and Ireland, like a big collection was taken up and it was given as a gift, uh, to princess Victoria. Uh, and who's she, um, trying to remember. Um, Queen Mary is Princess Victoria, turns out. So I still don't know who that is. I think that's the Queen Mother. Isn't oh, it? Okay. 1893. And it was from a committee representing the girls of Great Britain and Ireland. And so that's like a very popular one. And there's lots of images of like every queen wearing it the whole time. Um But some of the interesting things about the tiaras is that they have these like little pieces of padding underneath them that can be taken off and uh they're worn different ways like with the pad or without it i don't know anyway so i found this really long blog post about how tiaras are worn and all about it and of course i headed over to alibaba as fast by, as i possibly could by the way when you say to find myself some tiaras when you say this you sound like me talking about reddit where i'm like i found the place where it talks about all of them yeah, I found like a, a tiara blog that is all talking about like royal tiaras because like that is still a huge thing in, in modern monarchy is the kind of crown you wear and what it means and who makes it and all this different stuff. So um, it's still quite so the to do. So once you knew the style, you went to go find your own? Yeah, I went to Alibaba and was looking around to see if anybody makes them. And I think I did find uh, Girls of Great Britain and Ireland. There was another couple that I was looking for that I did not find. I didn't end up purchasing anything. I just wanted to see if it was even available. Um, But yes, anyway. Probably someone on Alibaba could make some sort of knockoff of any crown ever, right? I'm sure. I just wanted to know if it was like easy and it was $20 and I would order it then. But if it was not easy, then I would. And what would you do with it? 
I don't know. I mean, ideally I would like some sort of beautiful velvet box to put it in and I would open the box really slowly and watch the light hit the diamonds. I have and a I box would... story for you. <laughs> if there's anything worse than my fanfic about me opening a box of tiaras, uh, <laughs> no, no, maybe this it's is... a story about a box. No, listen. <laughs> so Carolyn uh, recently got engaged mm-hmm. to her special friend, Paul. Is that what we call fiancés now? <laughs> Uh, that, so when Carolyn and And Paul... And which special friend gave you this? (laughs) When Carolyn and Paul first started dating, in Mm -hmm. Carolyn's mom's Christmas letter that they send to all their friends and family, she, like, does a little paragraph on each kid, right? Like, so-and-so's doing this, so-and-so's doing this, you know, little braggathon. And in Carolyn's paragraph, she said that Carolyn had been spending a lot of time with her special friend, Paul. <laughs> and so now that's what we call him. Mm. Uh, so Carolyn got engaged to her special friend, Paul, over the holidays. And uh, the rings box has a light in it. Oh my gosh, I've seen this yes. before. So, And by the way... I arrived here to meet up with Carolyn and I said, not right away because I'm not like that. But, you know, a couple hours in, I said, can I see your ring? Where is it? Because she wasn't wearing it. She was like, oh, I took it off to do dishes. Hang on, I'll go get it. And then when she walks back and through, she's like, I have to show you the box. It's so cool. (laughs) (laughs) A true believer. Yeah, no. And I was like, I was like, this is why we're friends because you're mostly excited to show me the box (laughs) boxes are cool and she really has like gone and gotten her ring and then put it in the box so that she can show me the whole effect so I opened the box because I asked her when she was like you have to see the box I was like wait when I open it will a ballerina dance around because in my mind still that's like the coolest box it's like you open it up and there's music and there's a ballerina and you know whatever your magic um And there's a light that's like in the lid and it shines perfectly on the diamond. And it really does feel like you're at Disney, like you're in Fantasyland at Disneyland. And you're on some sort of like Cinderella ride and a prince proposes. Like that's what it looks like. It really has that magical thing. I immediately in my brain said, oh, I wonder if they A-B tested that to get better responses from the users. (laughs) Like, oh, they say yes faster if it has the light in it. <laughs> um, I have to tell you a little bit about this um, Tiara website that I just Yeah, found. no. Tell me. Uh, tell so, me. Tiara cast is happening. So something that's really important apparently in Tiara culture is knowing when and for what occasions the tiaras were worn. So this one called queensjeweledvault.blogspot.com has every um, tiara currently worn by the queen. The following tiaras are among those worn by the queen in the past few decades. And there's pictures of all of them and then what occasions they were worn, worn for and which who they were loaned out to and Wait, what occasions I'm sorry. it was. <clears throat> they're, so they're, they're saying like these are the, these are the popular crowns of our modern era yeah like these are ones that she's worn in the past couple decades and then there's tiaras previously worn so these are ones that she wore in her early years some have been loaned out or given away to other royal members of like family members and then there's tiaras that she owns and has not known to ever have personally worn so um that's like when your aunt gives you a weird sweater 
And, and you're like, I'm telling and you're you like, these- I own it, but I've never personally worn it. Oh, I loaned it out. Yeah, that's what happened. No, and I'm telling you, you can tell her style from these ones. Like these do not look like her at all. They do not look like anything she would ever put on her head. They are very like they're fine, but they're not. Her being you know, the classic, queen of the queen, yes, current queen, okay. yes, our queen. Our queen. And then, so yeah, there's like three that I really like. And then there's, um, well, there's probably four that I really, really love. The one that's really, really famous is the Cambridge Lover's Knot, which um, is kind of that classic one that has the pearls yeah, hanging in I it. even I accidentally came across that in my like vague Googling. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, it's very beautiful. So uh, and by vague Googling, I probably typed into Google, who else loves the queen? And they're like, did you mean the Cambridge lover's knot? <laughs> and and like, they were like, kind of. And I was like, well, I mean, if Google image is going to suggest what I'm looking for, I'm not going to look away. Um, some of the comments on this are so amazing, too, because it says this year I was created for queen mary inherited by the present queen she wore it earlier in her reign before loaning it to diana princess of wales uh and it shows my all the love appearances. diana princess of wales yeah and the picture I've, i remember seeing photos of her wearing this actually um wow. and then there's all the all the occasions that it's been worn and the comments are so great because it says like hm did wear this piece once at a dinner with pm churchill and like all these like comments trying to like pinpoint times that it's been worn so funny people why are we better at being them i know um for the record one of the reasons why i love princess diana is because she was my mom's contemporary and so when my mom got married in 82 the trends were still carrying from Charles and Diana's wedding. And so my mom looks like Diana in her Mm -hmm. wedding photos. And so I always knew my mom's wedding photos. So when I was, you know, 10 or 12 or whatever and started becoming aware of Princess Diana, I, like, without even realizing it, felt attachment because, you know, that she looked like my mom. But, but but actually it was the reverse. But I, I don't know. I think that's an interesting thing about like the way development works is my mom happened to look like Princess Diana at the time she got married because mm-hmm. that was the trends, right? Because mm-hmm. the princess is a trendsetter, right? So, but I never knew about the outside world, right? Like when you're a kid, like the whole world is whatever you associate with how you've been raised and your parents and whatever. And so when I did eventually learn of the outside world in this instance, Princess Diana, I was like, oh, that's like my mom. I'm so into that. But all of that was even subconscious. I was just like, ooh, princess. (laughs) Kate, I still love you. This isn't like a competition. No, never. It's equal love for all. Um, Some really cool things about some of the tiaras is that they're convertible, meaning that like you can wear them several different ways or there's different pieces that come off or add to it or change. You've given that point like three times now. I just think it's really interesting. Also, some um, of the tiaras were broken up to make new tiaras. So there's photos of like the queen mother wearing some tiaras that don't even exist anymore. Um, That's what I would do. I'd be like, okay, this is ugly. Somebody fix it. Somebody fix it. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Here's a picture of Diana wearing the lover's knot. She looks beautiful. Uh Uh-huh. And then here's a picture of Kate wearing it. My goodness. Anyway. 
Anyway. I really enjoy how you've taken my costuming comment. To the most boring, logical end. <laughs> and made it, made it like 20 minutes of tiaras. All right. Well, how's this for some hot takes on the crown? I didn't like it because there wasn't enough banging. Ooh. That is a good hot take because... I kind of agree. I mean, I liked it. I'm not going to say I didn't like it, but I did feel like, I mean, let's get some more chemistry. Let's get some more. Yes. And I don't need like, I thought it was, I don't, I don't need, need some either, sort of like was... HBO. Nud- I don't need Game no. of Thrones. I'm not here no. for that. No, no, no. I just want like a something. Sig- yeah. And, and that's the only reason that I even noticed is because there was nothing. Well, like, no, there was I something. There was one thing. There was there some was, butt. No, no, no. There was the scene. There was a suggestion. So there's the scene when, um, uh, so Winston Churchill like has a stroke or two strokes or whatever. He's unconscious. And he tells his people, like, no one must know. Do not let the queen know. I will appear weak and then I won't be able to control her. And I'm old and dying. And so, like, the only thing I have going for me is my ability to control. Do not take it from me. Whatever, whatever. Blah, 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 blah. And she ends up finding out. And she does this, like, badass lecture time uh, to him and to a couple other people. About how, like, keeping that from her is, you know, bad form slash are they trying to lose their jobs. Right. Um, And she goes back to her, like, private residence and her husband, who is played by Matt Smith brilliantly, I would say. I think so, too. I thought that was really good casting. Yeah, like, I mean... I, Maybe like, the best casting in the whole thing, to be honest. Like, the most accurate, I would say. Well, I mean, to be fair, I don't know... Um, to be fair, I don't know anything about the actual people these characters are based on, or much of anything about the actors. What I know about Matt Smith is he was Doctor Who, and when he first took the role, people were really like... Uh, apprehensive because they love David Tennant and then like I know why they ended up loving Matt Smith because he's like playful and goofy and like nuanced blah 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 so I can see in this role how he brings that playful goofy nuanced angle mm-hmm. I don't know anything about Prince uh, King Philip I don't know anything about he's... any of these other characters to say like oh yes on point or not he's not the king not even when he's married? Nope. But the queen mother was the queen, even though she, her husband was the actual monarch. I am pretty, pretty sure that he's still the Prince of Edinburgh and, like, not, doesn't have, like, an official king title. Uh, that's possible. It might be just, like, a gender differential. I think so because I did some. I did some googling about it and after like when i was researching at during when i was watching the crown and i was like oh that's so interesting that he's not i remember that like sticking out in my head that he's not the king that he's never the king yeah yeah um i know the queen mother like is you know all chagrined because like she was the queen and then it's just like stripped 
basically. I know. And then she went to that weird castle on the mountains. If by weird castle you mean badass, good for her. Get yours, lady. (laughs) Anyway, I can't like vouch for whether or not that casting is like on point for the actual historical situation. Um, But I do appreciate. I I think both him and... And Elizabeth are like, yeah. I could great. watch. Th- I could she's watch really them good. forever in either in any scene they're in. Not even just like them together, but just like any scene either of them are in. I'm like, yeah, get at me. And Princess Margaret too, her sister. She's great. I felt very poorly for her in that situation. I feel like she got the short end of the stick in real life, I guess too. But right, that's. Oh. I mean, that's the ish. That was a complicated situation. I get it. Yeah. So I mean, those of you who haven't watched it yet, if you want to know what we're talking about cue up the the old netflix 40 minutes of tiara talk didn't entice you (laughs) and the fact that there's absolutely no sex in it um please (laughs) no i was gonna tell you so there's this so after so after she does that dressing down she returns to the private residence and um philip happens to be there and he's comments that she looks different and she's like choose your words carefully which i mean we all feel that way when someone's like leans you look in weird yeah leans in and it's like that's weird <laughs> when i have my watermelon hat on and my goggles <laughs> and someone leans over and says you look weird i'm like choose your words carefully <laughs> exactly um and anyway he he so he does choose his words and he says you seem taller um and then he makes a totally sexist but sexual remark. Oh, he does say that. I remember what he yeah. says. Yeah, and he says uh, something that's hot though. Yeah, but I mean, like, is that patriarchy that it was hot? I don't know. I feel like we just think it's hot because, like, finally there's some banging. Yeah, we were sort of banging starved up to that point, so it's right. like, sure, whatever, do whatever. Basically, he's like, he's like, get on your knees or whatever. Yeah, um, which is you know, sexual in content. Um, but that's the that's and she smirks and that's the end of the scene that's like the only hint of banging in the whole thing also they have children if that um, counts as a hint of banging um uh, i mean barely not really uh princess oh, and then princess, princess and her Margaret. love interest they do some making out and, and they also like she like sneaks into his room and i was like yeah here we go and then there was nothing so but i do like i don't need them to show us that i mean i do feel no. like that I, okay, so I feel like them showing us anything beyond someone sneaking into someone's room would be like, just like, it would just be doing it for the, like, I don't know, I was going to say ratings, but that's such like an old person thing to say. Like, it'd be doing it for the sake of like, oh, we're like being edgy. We took the royal family and we pulled back the curtains and everyone's naked. Yeah, where's that show? I'd watch the <laughs> shit out of that show. So I'm not. I, I, mean, <laughs> I mean, the young pope is coming in like one week, so I guess I'll just wait for that. But so I'm not asking for that. It's just no, like, I just come on, you know. I it's just like, it's, well, it's, like from, I said, it's just weird because it's so sterile because there's absolutely no well, hint of it for like, Elizabeth for and Philip. Like, I would like to see some of the making out that Princess Margaret gets to engage in. I think that that's, they're making a point though, you know, and especially the fact that he's always going to the club and stuff. I couldn't tell well, whether they were trying to intimate that he was gay or whether they were trying to intimate that he was like hustling other women. Like, I was uh, like, What's I happening? certainly think that, um, they're saying like, 
I don't even know if they're saying something about the specific marriage because I don't know enough about that. But I certainly think they're saying something about marriage that like it uh, ages into some sort of like ambivalence slash wandering eyeness. Um, mm. I don't think they're saying anything specific about his sexual orientation. Um, and I think that at the beginning when they're courting slash in their early years when they're just like he's in the military and they're like royalty and they're like, blah, ha, ha, we're throwing parties on islands. Um, I think that's supposed to intimate that, that, um, sexual intimacy that we feel starved of. And maybe there should have been more, I don't know, making out. There should have been something. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, like I said, but it was funny because every time someone on Facebook was like, I love the crown, I would only write didn't have enough banging or more banging or something like that. And people would be like all pearl grabbing it, pearl clutching about it and be like, oh, well, you know, I don't need to see that. Like, who are these power. people that you're trolling and reacting that way? I don't know. Pick anyone on my Facebook feed. Oh. Yeah, someone was like, well, you know, since it's about historical figures I, in people that are still alive, I'm sure that they didn't want to, you know, make it too sensual or something. And I was like, nah, screw it. More banging. Well, honestly, I mean, if someone was making a biopic of me while I was still alive, not necessarily with my permission, the banging would not be the part I'd be upset about. It'd be like putting Them words in making my mouth. every yes! conversation I ever had, right. ever yeah yeah no like inventing their idea of what i'm like as a person because they have no way of knowing at all yeah i have another how i'm reacting i have to, another like, every single thing that's right. ever happened to me i have another casting highlight okay in the flashbacks of uh elizabeth and margaret as kids mm-hmm. i don't know how they found these children they really look like them, though. They look like the actors and also like the real people as yep. children and adults. Yep. It's weird. What is this magic and how do we get it in every other biopic? Well, lady, that's what $156 million will buy you. Just like you're like all the ch it's like the draft. You're like all the girls in England. Some of we need a genetic England. test. Yes. And a reading. The girls the girls of England and Ireland. Is that a joke about the knot? About the tiara. Yeah, there's a yeah. tiara called that one. There's another tiara called Some Ladies of England, which is funny. But that one's been broken up. Harsh. I know. What do you think we would need to do to get a like a name on a crown or whatever? Probably the, have to spend money girls... to make a crown. Uh, like, But how much? I mean, like, does it have to be real? We make crowns every day. I can make you a crown. <laughs> no, I meant a cr I meant a crown that we send and they're like this is oh. the two girls talking not. We'd probably have to like raise a couple million dollars and get, you know, Cartier to craft something worthy of the Duchess of Cambridge. I love her. I know. Isn't it crazy to think about? So, so much of what happens on the crown is like discussion of status and um, 
commoners versus not, divorce versus not, isn't it crazy to think about all that's transpired in our lifetime, which is only, which is less, which is like 50 years later than when the show took place? Yeah, I thought about that from Philip's standpoint, where I was like, man, this guy like got all excited about learning how to fly a plane. What does he think about the internet? Like, how weird is that to be like, I'm 95. I've seen everything in the universe. I'm the richest person on this planet. And like, I've had every experience in the world. This is crazy. I don't know. I want to know what he thinks about the show where he's like, (laughs) and now they're making a show about how I was 25 once. And my butt looked great. Which, like, can you imagine if someone made a show about when you were 25? Kill me. That would be I awful. Mean, I, I write them all the time. Nobody wants to buy the screenplays, but yeah. <laughs> no, I read them and I'm like, well, you know, it's got your name on it, not mine. <laughs> Asshole. <laughs> um, oh, you heard that the queen is ailing, right? Yeah, there were some, um, like, uh, skits about how she had the flu and she couldn't go to church. But, I mean, everyone knows that's bad, bad news because, you know, she would always go to church is what I've learned from the show. It's huge. It's huge. And also then people were like, "Uh, no, see, she's fine. She she released these video messages saying everything's good. And I was like, you mean, like, pre-recorded? video messages that you could make whenever just in case you need them yeah where's your newspaper queen (laughs) if you're gonna send us a hostage message prove you're still alive like is this if you need us to storm this churchill like is churchill behind this that's all i'm asking oh man i wish you could see i wish you could see me bobbing wildly like i bet uh, My eyes so dirting. What is the, the episode that I thought kind of got far afield? I would say would be the Churchill's painting episode, where I was like, "All right, this but is the, no, 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 it's real." <laughs> I know it's real. So what's your ish? You're like, there's not enough banging and not enough characters who might bang. No, I just felt like I was like, this is just getting far afield from the main plot. Like I don't understand. <sighs> Man, I, I totally just, like, disagree with you. I just felt like it was like, yeah, let's just cover everything that ever happened in this whole world. That is literally the plot. Oh, God. What do you think the plot was? I don't know. Each episode is like a different, I don't know. Era. uh, Or like a different um, significant conflict. Yeah, I'd say so. So there's no like stringing narrative besides all these people dealt with all this shit. It's our history. It's our future. Um, can I talk about one more thing about costuming? Yeah. I kept almost gasping, like an internal gasp at every um, casual costume. Yeah. The casual the, costumes no. were beautiful. This is why. My grandmother, Grandis, dressed exactly like that the entire time I knew her. And I always, and I always thought like, no one dresses this way because I knew other old people who did not dress, but my grandmother had these like amazing, like khaki skirts and like always like a blousey thing, always like these amazing, like silver barrette clips and curled hair and like coats. And she would, 
she was a doctor and then she retired and she was a farmer because she was an overachiever much mm-hmm. much like our our our, <clears throat> our darling queen elizabeth yes um, and so the and i remember her complaining constantly about blue jeans and who would ever wear that like that's what you wear like maybe if you're a cowboy Maybe. And she was a farmer and would never wear them. And so when you see um, the girls wear riding pants, or even Margaret, who tends to wear pants a little bit more, they're these fancy, like, pleated. They're beautiful. They're beautiful. These fancy pleated high-rise pants. And to be fair, Margaret, Margaret has a pretty straight figure, so I think it really, like, is a beautiful look for her that might not work the same on my body. But, yeah, slacks are very difficult unless you have that straight up and down nest too. Right, and um, but but my point is like that that was my grandmother's pants, and she didn't wear pants very often because she's curvy like me, um, and so she would wear the she would wear those pleated skirts, and I mean, my whole life she dressed like that show, like she could totally be in that show. That's how on point her wardrobe was for that era. That's amazing, and it blow like it blo- it blows my mind every time I watch the show because I'm like, because <gasps> I just thought like she's like a weird person because yeah, I, like had, too, I had I had two I had two other grandmothers mm-hmm. that did not dress like that, so it really was like mystery. What is this? And I, you know, she had all of her. Uh, idiosyncrasies and whatever and I was like this must be part of it and then when I saw and I mean it is part of it but when I like obviously she thought she was royalty but when I saw the show and like I was just like it makes a little more sense now at least it was on someone's trend hello I'm here I'm listening okay um one other comment and then we should move to joke life moments the credits Remind me of the credits from Damages. Yeah, the credits are very trendy. Like, the way that they're done is is how every... Like, I bet it's done by the same people that did the Westworld credits because they look almost identical. Uh, okay, so I don't watch anything. So Any TV, yeah. <laughs> anything at all, full stop. Mm-hmm. There's a couple YouTube channels that I check in on every once in a while. Um, so the show Damages with Patty Hughes had credits that rem- like had the that evoked the same sort of feeling in me which is this sort of like reverence like the thing is happening you need to drop everything you're doing to watch this dramatic thing we're giving you this intro with dramatic music and pictures to like get you hooked and i was wondering since you're the expert if it was the same person but it sounds like that's just like how all credits are now so never mind Oh, yeah, no, literally every single credits I've watched on any TV show for the past year has been like, like, it was kind of funny because I was thinking about this because I watched, we were watching some old episodes of Key and Peel, which maybe only came out two or three years ago, I think. Longer than and that. The, You've been talking about it for years. No, but like the last season of it, I oh, think, okay. came out maybe two or three years ago. And the credits are a joke about the true detective credits on the last season. So they are like, um, 
parody of the true detective credits. And I was like, that's insane that that was a big enough thing at the time that they made their entire season credits just like true detectives, because that's how much of a joke the true like or how much of like a societal cultural thing the true detective credits were. Yeah. Like they were so iconic and so like memorable that they I was like, that's so funny because when I saw them, it all came back to me, but I hadn't thought about it, you know, since then or whatever. Sure. All right. Uh, joke life moments. Um, the other day I got up at five thirty in the morning, like I've been trying to do again now that winter breaks over and I went and got super cute. I wore my super cute Friday outfit where I try to dress up and look nice. And I wore my new powerful piece necklace. John I got me from anthropology. I definitely didn't know it was a thing that you dress up on Fridays, but you do. Cause you always send me a selfie and you're like, look at me. I know. Well, I try. I just try to. I don't know why, actually, but I try to look really nice um, at least one day a week. I won't say it's always Friday, but like I try to look very nice at least one day a week. Um, try to remind people I'm human because um, the rest of the time I sort of crawl in like something from a swamp. Trash shoes. Trash shoes. Yeah. Oh, I'm not fooling anyone. Oh, but, by so- the way, mm-hmm. um, our listener, Aaron in Texas texted me and said that the trash shoes segment was making her laugh really hard and that she was like the while you guys were talking about it I was like I need some trash shoes like I totally understand the appeal and then she was like I guess that makes me a trash person uh, we weren't trying to convert anyone to the trash shoes lifestyle <laughs> I wasn't at least I I'm you know hang on one okay did you even finish your joke life moment or did we interrupt to trash? No, we interrupted okay. as per usual. All right. Um, so I got super cute and I put on my tight, you know, Sydney Bristow black dress and my gold necklace and did my hair really cute and did like fancy new makeup that I was trying to do from a uh, Instagram account that I started following called Jillian Anderson's nose, which is just this girl who does crazy, crazy makeup. And I didn't do anything that looks like her makeup because her makeup looks good and I look like a trash can person, but So I thought I looked cute and I walk outside and I start to back my car out the driveway and this guy stops me and he's like, you have a flat tire. And I was like, uh, and like drive the car back in and I had to call AAA and I opened my trunk to get the spare tire out and it was full of stuff, including a full size globe of the earth, um, and had to pull out all this stuff to get the tire out. So I got the tire out before he came. And close the trunk. Oh, so I thought know. he was. I thought he was like there while this was happening, and I was like, I enjoy this. No, well, just wait. If you enjoyed that visual, get ready. So I close it and wait for him to come, and he comes and he's like, "Hey, the the wrenches I'm trying to use aren't working. Does this tire have a specific wrench that comes with it?" And I was like, "No, I don't think so." And he's like, "All right, well, let me try this." And he's like, "It's just not working. Can we?" Can I we mean, probably it does. Is something I recently learned. No, it does. I didn't want him to open my trunk. Like, just listen to my story. Okay. So. Oh, so you already knew that it did. You were just like. Yeah, sure. But I was like, I can't open this trunk. There's a person here. Like, this trunk is full of crap. I can't open this. So I was like, no, I don't think it did. Like, just keep trying it with the one that you have. Not working, not working. And he's like, let's just look. Let's just look. And I was like, okay. And so I open it and he goes, oh. And And there's like 
you know, stuff everywhere. And so I start taking everything out and he goes, is this a chandelier? And I said, yeah, that's a chandelier. (laughs) And then, you know, a box of tampons goes flying everywhere and just every single, it's like Mary Poppins bag of crap, only worse. And it's Mary Poppins bag of trash. Yeah, literally just she keeps pulling trash out of it. And it's like, how did this full size lamp get in here? She's like, I know my lug wrench is in here somewhere. (laughs) Exactly. Oh, I have a a full size chandelier, a full size globe. And yet I can't seem to. Yeah, I really like how the two specific (laughs) items you mentioned are like classy things. And you're not mentioning (laughs) the actual bags of trash. Yeah, Yeah, no. Um, Banana peels, McDonald's wrappers, whatever, you know, Um. And of course we find the wrench thing down there and he fixes the car and yeah. Anyway, but I was like, Oh, not only, and then I got all dirty and my hair looked like a mess and I, and I looked really crappy and I just had to like drive to work really fast. Cause at that point I was sort of borderline going to be late. Uh, so Sad. my joke life moment is I tried to look nice and then I looked awful. And also someone saw how, what a dirty trash person I was. So Okay, so my joke life moment is Mm -hmm. that I have never had half and half in my coffee before. How is this possible? It is delicious and wonderful. It's so delicious. Oh, no, it's like the perfect, and it's also like enough of a small treat that you don't feel like in any way bad about it. So, yeah, it's 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 really good yeah i well and i mean for the record i still haven't had cream in my coffee but i feel like i i mean I, i'm you're working up to it well no i'm down i'm down to try it it just hasn't crossed my you know path yet yeah. um, why uh wait how did you find out about this and why had you not tried it before so i hadn't tried it before because i assumed it was like having milk in coffee Mm, but so much tastier. Right. And it's totally different because growing up, my mom always had milk in her coffee. And uh, so I've, so I tried that and I'm like, no, I like either I want my coffee black or I want my coffee to be a treat. Just right. putting milk in coffee is not a treat. No, it's so not. So I'm just fine with the black. I'm like, this is fine. Tasty. Mm-hmm. But half and half is a treat. It is sweet. <laughs> it is sweet. Well, no, it, it's not sweet. Yeah, it is. It has like, I mean, it's not artificially sweetened, but the cream is. Oh, yeah, no, the cream is tasty. Right. I wouldn't the, describe it as sweet, though. Yeah, cream is, the cream is sweeter than milk. That's probably why I like it. Yes. Um, And so I had never tried it. And then my friend Sarah, who is like, coffee is her life. Mm-hmm. Like her dad, you know, roasted his own coffee beans, etc. she was weaving me a yarn about how she decided to switch from cream to half and half to like to a to be healthier but also because like costco had a better deal on one of them or something Mm -hmm. and i was like oh i've never tried them and then she was like what and then she wove me a yarn as though she was like looking into her future her bright bright future and i realized that maybe i had never even considered that these things might taste different than milk and so then Uh i so then i tried it and it's amazing and most gas stations have like a half and half dispenser so i've been getting it like every day when i get gas station coffee and it's so good like i like it way better than non-dairy creamer 
Oh yeah, no, it's way better. It's a thousand times better. So yeah, that's my joke life moment that I made it to 32 and a half years old without ever tr- and drinking coffee multiple a times lot. a day yeah. without ever having half and half or cream. Oh, we do have some user submitted joke life moments. Oh, we do? Yes. Um, our friend Christy has a cold right now. And when she has a cold, she likes to make some peppermint tea, you know, to uh, clear things out and, you know, just feel like a comfort food, right? Um, mm-hmm. So yesterday she made a mug of peppermint tea and took it up to her bedroom so she could lay in bed and drink it. And um, set it down next to her bed and went to pick it up and it was freezing cold. This is like a, you know, a minute later. And she realized that apparently she had made two mugs of tea within like an hour of each other. Without uh-huh. even without even realizing it because she was like sick oh and God. like, you know, under the influence of cough medicine or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she sent me a picture and it's like two mugs from the identical mug collection. Right. So they like look exactly the same. Both have the same tea in them. And she had like when she went to make the second one, she had apparently forgotten that she already had tea. That is true deep cuts joke life moment. Right. That is like that is like my life every day. <laughs> All right. Uh that is the first episode of 2017 of Two Girls Talking. Woo! We have a website. We do. Are you going to say what our website is? You always say what it is. It's so dark in here, sorry. It's like very weird. Um We're our not website even on is- video. I know, but like I just realized that I've been like staring in the in darkness. Like there's nothing else in here. Um and it like got dark while I was in here. Anyway. Our website is twogirlstalking.club. You can look up past episodes. You can send us your joke life moment. Um also you can go to iTunes and rate us and review us. Uh you probably won't do that, but you should. We mostly just want to hear your joke life moments. Yeah, like, just reach out to us. We're lonely and cold and in this dark room by ourselves, and so it would be great if we could make sure that someone else is listening. We know you're out there listening. We just don't know who you are. bone. Do you love us? I swear. Are some of you in love with us? I swear. Like, will you write us and tell us about how you're in love with us? If you're in love with us, please tell us, because... Yeah, like, that's my favorite thing to be told, so, like, if someone could write me an email and tell me you're in love with me, that would be great. Also, yeah. Um, after your last <laughs> shout out to Gabon, I feel like the episodes from that country downloads increased. <gasps> well, let's start naming every country and saying things we love about Korea, it. Poland. I'm coming for you. Uh, Bulgaria. South Korea. Who are you? So you're going with Korea, South Korea. <laughs> no, no, no. I dropped. I just wanted to clarify. Obviously, what are you say next? Not, obviously uh, in North Korea, they're not allowed to listen to our podcast. Maybe some the brave true soul in, is true risking. Maybe they're risking their life to you get can't. them to There's talk. no, like, I mean, how could they even? Where there's a will, there's a way, Abigail, and it's beautiful. No, you die. Oh. Yeah, it's real sad, the situation in the uh, NK. Um, so, yeah, Korea, the Netherlands, somewhere in South America recently got on board. They're Inter- all international gr- listeners were really into you. Oh, they like me. 
We want to know who you are, why you listen, and what is your joke what, like? What you moment. dream of, and what you yeah, what you think about us, what your dreams are. Just just email us. Please. You can do that at two girls talking dot club. Yes, there's a little form. It's easy, simple. You don't even have to give us your real name. You don't even have to say anything other than what you feel in your heart. Please, please tell us what's in your heart. All right, and bye. Bye. bye.